It's the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast. The show where a guy looks back at selected hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Also, some old musical TV shows, albums you may have forgotten or never even heard of, and more. Now, here's your host, the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello, and welcome to episode 103 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. This week, we're looking at the charts of May 20th, 1972. Around this time, a disturbed Hungarian-born Australian geologist named Laszlo Toth went to St. Peter's Basilica in Vatican City and attacked Michelangelo's Prieta, a statue depicting Jesus and the Virgin Mary. He attacked this statue with a rock hammer while loudly proclaiming himself to be the returned Christ himself. Before he was restrained by bystanders, Toth managed to remove Mary's forearm, as well as damage her nose and eyebrows. He was not charged with a crime, but was committed to a psychiatric institution before being deported back to Australia in 1975. Let's look at what was going on in the culture beyond art vandalism. There's no dominant blockbuster among the films that came out this month. You had Play It Again, Sam, with Woody Allen as a guy who gets romantic advice from the ghost of Humphrey Bogart. At least it wasn't Woody himself giving it romantic advice. That probably wouldn't end well for anyone. Also, there was the Great Northfield, Minnesota Raid, a western about a bank robbery perpetrated by Jesse James and his gang, which starred Oscar winner and Spider-Man's future uncle, Cliff Robertson. Another one was The Honkers, with James Coburn as an egotistical rodeo star. There was also the horror film The Possession of Joel Delaney, with Shirley MacLaine as a woman whose brother is possessed by a dead serial killer. The Charlton Heston terror on a plane thriller Skyjacked. The Charles Bronson revenge western Chato's Land. The dystopian sci-fi flick Sci-Fly Fick. The dystopian sci-fi flick ZPG, or ZPG, if you're British or Canadian, and the evil child horror thriller The Other, whose, cl- whose cast included Diana Muldaur, who would later be better known as Dr. Crusher's temporary replacement on Star Trek The Next Generation, and or the woman who fell down an elevator shaft on L.A. Law. We're going to the TV listings to see what was on on this date. CBS started with All in the Family. Tonight, Mike's stress over his upcoming exams causes him trouble in the bedroom with Gloria, and he asks Archie, of all people, for help. Then on the Mary Tyler Moore show, Ted Baxter worries about his job security when the anchorman who fills in for him when he takes time off proves to be more popular both with viewers and in the newsroom. Then it's an episode of the new Dick Van Dyke show with special guest star and future king of match game Charles Nelson Riley. Riley is also a guest on the 930 sitcom Arnie, which also features a guest shot from comedian Foster Brooks as a doctor, one who was almost certainly an alcoholic. If you don't get that, search Foster Brooks on the YouTube, and you will very quickly. They wrap up at 10 with the Miss USA pageant. Bob Bob Barker and 40 singer Helen O'Connell hosted. The Everly Brothers performed, and spoiler alert, alert, Miss Hawaii won. On ABC, Bewitched was still a thing, and the Stevenses, 
the Stevenses, excuse me, are worried about their daughter Tabitha after she becomes a TV star. The solution will likely involve magical nose twitching. Then it's a TV movie version of Agatha Christie's Death Takes a Holiday. And finally, the ESP drama, The Sixth Sense. No Haley Joel Joel Osment, just 80s talk show host Gary Collins. And on NBC, we start, as we often do in the 70s, with Emergency, where the hospital staff and paramedics have to deal with casualties from a canyon fire. Then at 9, it's an airing of the 1971 Western One More Train to Rob, with future A-team leader George Pappard, future, future Animal House dean John Vernon, and hey, there's Diana Muldaur again. On the bestseller lists, fiction readers were buying Irving Wallace's The Word, a thriller about the discovery of a possible new book of the Bible that could be seen as a forerunner to The Da Vinci Code. Also, Captains and the Kings, Taylor Caldwell's tale of a fictional Irish immigrant family whose rise to power in America has some similarities to the Kennedys. The Exorcist, William Peter Blatty's story about a demon-possessed girl that would become a blockbuster film. And My Name is Asher Lev, the story of a Hasidic Jewish boy's coming of age by author and rabbi Haim Potok. In nonfiction, top titles included The Game of the Foxes, an account of Allied espionage during World War II by historian Ladislas Farago, The Boys of Summer, Roger Kahn's recollections of the Brooklyn Dodgers baseball team, New York firefighter Dennis Smith's on-the-job account report from Engine Company 82, and Open Marriage, Nina and George O'Neill's book about reinventing matrimonial relationships that became a catalyst for the 70s swingers culture. And the biggest news in music this month was unfortunately a tragedy. On the third, the up-and-coming Scottish blues rock band Stone the Crows were playing before 1,000 people in Swansea, Wales, when guitarist Les Harvey grabbed a microphone that unbeknownst to him, was not properly grounded. The resulting jolt was worsened by the metal strings of his guitar, causing him to be severely electrocuted. He was pronounced dead upon arrival at hospital. He was 27, a sadly infamous age among rock musicians. Stone the Crows attempted to carry on without him, but they would split up a year later. And now to the charts. As always, we begin below the top 40s. This week, we're looking at a band that was one of the early pioneers and progenitors of the genre that will become known as heavy metal. At number 92 in the U.S., it's Questions by Bang. Formed in Philadelphia in 1969, Bang were a power trio that were influenced by the darker hard rock that was coming from England with groups like Black Sabbath. They signed to a major label and recorded a concept album called Death of a Country, but the record company decided that this wasn't a good move for a debut LP, so the group instead recorded a more conventional, self-titled record for their first release, and Questions was the first single. Questions is hard rock with high-pitched vocals that sound possibly female, but are actually sung by bassist Frank Ferrara. That would become something common in the heavy metal genre. Let's inquire into the lyrics. Have you ever felt the night 
felt the wind around you? Have you read a book or two, or have books been reading you? Do clothes affect your mental health? Are your boots rehealed? Could you lead a life of wealth delivered, wrapped, and sealed? Questions all around me. Questions bring me down. Must you be a superstar to find your means of living? Does it, does it matter who you are? Can't you stomach giving? Those lyrics are a little trippy in that psychedelic, psychedelic late 60s, early 70s kind of way. There's the hippieish question, questioning of the value of maternal, material possessions, but that bit at the beginning evokes a darkness and paranoia that might make you want to trade in your poncho and peace sign for a black t-shirt and a devil salute. Questions peaked at number 90. Bang had no further charting singles and released two more albums before breaking up in the mid-70s. They, re they reformed in the late 90s and put out two albums of new music, as well as finally releasing the Death of a Country album in 2004. We start our top 40 journey with America's number 33 song, Run, Run, Run by Jojo Gunn. Formed in Los Angeles in 1971, Jojo Gunn featured guitarist Jay Ferguson and bassist Mark Andes, both of whom had just left the band Spirit. They quickly got a record deal, and Run, Run, Run was the first single from their self-titled debut album. Run, Run, Run is bluesy rock with prominent piano. I will leisurely stroll through the lyrics. Do, 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 do. Run, run, run. Run, run, run. You'd better ride on, baby. You was born outside the law. Run, run. Run, run, run. Run, run, run. Oh, load up your mama. We'll ride out to the line. We'll ride on out to the line. Run, run, run. Oh, run. Oh, welcome to the party. We're all just papers in the wind. Run, run, run. So this is about someone who is on the run <laughs> from the law, who goes with his lady to a party across the county slash state line, where he is told that we are just fate's playthings. This is the kind of thing Bob Dylan might have put more eloquently, but okay, some lyrics aren't meant to be studied too closely, and I think these are some of them. Run, 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 peaked at number 27. It hit number six in the UK and number 30 in Canada. Jojo Gunn had no further hits, and they released three more albums before breaking up in 1974. Mark Andes moved on to the soft rock band Firefall, while Jay Ferguson had a top 10 hit in 1977 with Thunder Island, and later wrote the theme to the sitcom The Office. Jojo Gunn did briefly reunite in 2005 to record one more album called Big Chain. We're in Canada now for number 39, Poor Little Fool by Frank Mills. I talked about Frank Mills way back in episode number one when I covered his piano instrumental Peter Piper. This time I'm rewinding to a time when he released this single as a follow-up to his sung number one Canadian hit, Love Me, Love Me, Love. Poor Little Fool is a cover of a 1958 number one by t TV teen idol, Ricky Nelson. It may not be wise to read the lyrics, but I'll do it anyway. I used to play around with hearts that hastened at my call. 
But when I met that little girl, I knew that I would fall. Poor little fool. Oh, yeah. I was a fool. Uh-huh. She'd play around and tease me with her carefree devil eyes. She'd hold me close and kiss me, but her heart was full of lies. She told me how she cared for me and that we'd never part. And so for the very first time, I gave away my heart. The next day she was gone, and I knew she'd lied to me. She left me with her, a broken heart and won her victory. Mills is not a great singer, and the heavy-handed arrangement drains this song of all its impact. Mills, to me, was much better sticking to instrumentals like Peter Piper and Music Box Dancer. You might not like what that song, what a song like Music Box Dancer does, but it does what it does very well. This, not so much. Poor Little Fool would get to number 19. In the States, it hit number 6 on the bubbling underchart. For more about Frank Mills, please go back and listen to episode number one. We make our first stop in Britain to find their number 34 hit, California Man by The Move. Formed in Birmingham, England in 1965, The Move were led by singer Roy Wood, and in 1969 they were joined by up-and-coming musician Jeff Lynne. To this point, they had picked up eight top 40 hits, including six top 10s in the 1968 number one, Blackberry Way. California Man was released as a non-album single. California Man is a retro rocker in a style similar to Little Richard and Jerry Lee Lewis. I'm an Ontario man, but I'm going to read these lyrics anyway. Going to a party. Meet me out after school. Well, we're going to a place where the jive is really cool. And if the band stops playing, there's a jukebox in the hall. With your blue dress on and your folks all gone, you'll sure give the guys a ball. Get that real guitar boy shaking. I'm a California man. Dance right on till the floors are breaking. I'm a California man. Well, I cross my mama so bad, and this woman, she's making me mad. So I don't care if your legs start aching. I'm a California man. I'm a California man. It's got that energy that a lot of early rock had, the kind that exudes youth and sex and fun, the kind that only feels dangerous to those looking at it from the outside. Although that might be more about envy from feeling like you've outgrown that sort of thing. I don't know if you actually do outgrow grow it or you choose to in order to conform to the quote-unquote real world. But anyway, something to think about. California Man peaked at number seven. In North America, it has become more familiar because of a 1978 cover version by Cheap Trick. As for the move, they soon broke up, with Wood going on to success with the glam rock band Wizard, and Lynn and drummer Bev Bevan having even greater success with Electric Light Orchestra. A new version of the band toured between 2004 and 2014, with Bevan and original guitar and guitarist Trevor Burton as the only original members. We remain in the UK for number 25, The Young New Mexican Puppeteer by Tom Jones. Born in Pontypridd, Wales in 1940, Thomas Jones Woodward had his first hit in 1965, when It's Not Unusual hit number one in Britain and made the top ten in North America. Since then, he'd had 20 more UK hits, including 11 top tens and the 1967 number one, 
Green Green Grass of Home. The young New Mexican puppeteer was the first single from his 15th album, Close Up. The young New Mexican puppeteer is soul-influenced pop about a boy from Albuquerque who decides to start a socially conscious marionette act. Really, that's what it's about. Here's, and here's the proof. In a town near Albuquerque lived a most concerned young boy. He said, lately I have noticed folks don't live with peace and joy. With frowns and worry on their faces, they're lost and don't know where to go. He said, I'll get the people straightened by putting on a puppet show. The young New Mexican puppeteer, he saw all the people lived in fear. He thought that maybe they'd listen to a puppet telling them what to do. You know, he got some strain, he got some wood. He did some carving, and he was good. And folks came running so they could hear the young New Mexican puppeteer. First, he carved out young Abe Lincoln. Abe will teach him civil rights. Then a king named Martin Luther so they'd recall his peaceful fight. Old Mark Twain, his wit and wisdom will surely show them life is fun. But he smiled when satisfaction when the Prince of Peace was done. And of course, in the last verse, the kid becomes famous and gets his own theater. Actually, this is something that could sort of happen today, except, except instead he'd go viral and have millions of YouTube and or TikTok followers. Anyway, Jones belts this with impressive conviction. So you actually, you believe in the story, but you don't get bogged down by sap and sentiment. And fun fact, one of the writers of this song also wrote commercial jingles, including the one for Mounds and Almond Joy candy bars. I wonder whether or not he felt like a nut when he did that. The young New Mexican puppeteer peaked at number six. It got to number 41 in Canada and number 80 in the U.S. Jones continued to record and perform over the next quarter century, picking up only a handful of hits during this time until his guest-star-laden 1999 album Reload topped the U.K. charts and produced five hits. In 2009, he returned to the top of the singles charts, with a cover of Islands in the Stream, featuring Robin Gibb and two cast members from the sitcom Gavin and Stacy. His 41st studio album, Surrounded by Time, came out last year. We're back in America for number 30, Suavecito by Malo. Formed in San Francisco in 1971, Malo fused rock with Latin sounds, just like fellow Bay Area band Santana. In fact, guitarist Jorge Santana is Carlos Santana's brother. Suavecito was the first single from Malo's self-titled debut album. Suavecito is mellow, Latin-flavored pop rock. Appropriately enough, the title means smooth in Spanish. Aquí encontreras las letras. That's Spanish for, let's look at the lyrics. Never, I never met a girl like you in my life. I never, no, no, yeah, I never met a girl like you in my life. The way that you hold me in the night, the way that you make things go right. Whenever you're in my arms, girl, you're filling me with your, all your charms. Suavecito, mi niña. Baby, baby, baby now. Suavecito, mi niña. That we've got to find it out. Suavecito, mi linda. I just can't believe it's true. Suavecito. Because you know, girl, that I love you. I need you. Love you. La, la, la. Ah, ah, ah. 
I never, no, no, yeah, I never met a girl like you in my life. Because I know I'll always be together, just you and me. From here on, you're going to see. You'll be mine until eternity. If you listen to this and you find the part where they sing the la-la-la's familiar, that's because Sugar Ray recreated that part on the song of theirs I covered from last week, Every Morning. I didn't choose these songs and these years on purpose. It was just coincidence. But I find that pop music is so interconnected that I find stuff like that all the time. That's part of what I enjoy about doing this. Suavecito was down from a peak of number 18. In Canada, it got to number 14. Malo had no further hits, and they broke up in 1974 before reuniting in 1981. A version of the band remains active today, although Jorge Santana died in 2020. Now we're back in Canada for number 26, Saskatchewan Sunrise by Rick Jones. Born in London, Ontario in 1937, Rick Jones moved to Britain at the age of 18 and first gained fame there, appearing on children's television shows such as Play School and Finger Bobs. He was also a folk musician, and Saskatchewan Sunrise was taken from his 1971 LP, Twixt You and Me. Saskatchewan Sunrise is horn-accented soft rock, Let's Saskatoon in to the lyrics. It's early in the morning and the city moves away behind the rain. Half a million sleeping people turn away, afraid to watch me break the chain. Though I won't forget her, it's the only way I know to stop the pain. Morning sky is red and I don't know where I am. Just find myself aboard an eastbound train. You tried to run away, but love will follow like the day must follow night. You look in every face and every town, and every place shows the light. Though she isn't there when she's not, you know you care. That ain't right. The morning sky is gray, as if it's trying hard to say the time has come to put tomorrow aside. Why should I go away? Why would I want to stay? She found another to love her. This is low-energy 70s pop at its most lethargic. He must have been peppier on his kids' shows, unless... Their intent was to put children to sleep. Saskatchewan Sunrise peaked at number 26. Jones had no further hits, but he continued his television career. And back in Britain, he fronted a folk rock band called Meal Ticket in the late 70s. He later moved to San Francisco, where he continued to act and make music. He died from esophageal cancer this past October. We start into the top 20s with Canada's number 19, Hot Rod Lincoln by Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen. Formed in Ann Arbor, Michigan in 1967, Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen were fronted by keyboardist George Commander Cody Frayne. The band moved to California in 1969 where they got a record deal. Hot Rod Lincoln was the second single from their debut album, Lost in the Ozone. Hot Rod Lincoln is a retro blues rockabilly cover of a 1960 hit by Charlie Ryan, which was an answer song to a 1950 song called Hot Rod Race by Archie Shibley and his Mountain Dew Boys. These lyrics may or may not drive you to drinking. My pappy said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that Hot Rod Lincoln. Have you heard the story of the hot rod race where Fords and Lincolns were setting the pace? 
That story is true, I'm here to say. I was driving that Model A. It's got a Lincoln motor, and it's real, really souped up. And that Model A body makes it look like a pup. It's got eight cylinders, uses them all. It's got overdrive, just won't stall, with a four-barrel four carb and a dual exhaust. With 411 gears, you can really get lost. It's got safety tubes, but I ain't scared. The brakes are good, tires fair. Pulled out of San Pedro late one night. The moon and stars was shining bright. We was driving up Grapevine Hill, passing cars like they was standing still. All of a sudden, in a wink of an eye, a Cadillac sedan passes by. I said, boys, that's a mark for me. By then, the taillight was all you could see. Now, the fellas was ribbing me for being behind, so I thought I'd make the Lincoln unwind. Took my foot off the gas, and man alive, I shoved it on down into overdrive. Wound it up to 110. My speedometer said that I hit top end. My foot was blue like lead to the floor. That's all there is, and there ain't no more. Now, the boys and I all thought I'd lost my sense. Now, the boys all thought I'd lost my sense, excuse me, and telephone poles looked like a picket fence. They said, slow down. I see spots. The lines on the road look just like dots. Suck a corner, sideswiped a truck. Crossed my fingers just for luck. My fenders was clicking was clicking the guard the, my fenders was clicking the guardrail posts. The guy beside me was white as a ghost. Smoke was coming from out of the back when I started to gain on that Cadillac. Knew I could catch him. I thought I could pass. Don't you know by then we'd be low on gas. We had flames coming out from the side. We had flames coming from out of the side. Feel the tension. Man, what a ride. I said, look out, boys. I've got a license to fly. And that and that caddy pulled over and let us by. Now, all of a sudden, she started to knocking. And down in the dips, she started to rockin'. I looked in my mirror. A red light was blinking. The cops was after my hot rod Lincoln. They arrested me and put me and they put me in jail and called my pappy to throw my bail. And he said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't start driving that hot Rod Lincoln. In yet another connection to Sugar Ray, those guys sampled the My Pappy Said Son You're Gonna Drive Me to Drinking line on their debut single, Mean Machine. Those guys must have had a thing for the music of 1972, whether they realize it or not. Hot Rod Lincoln peaked at number seven. It hit number nine in the U.S. Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen did not have any more top 40 hits. George Frayn continued to record and perform with and without with and without the band right up until his death this past September. His last studio album was 2009's Dopers, Drunks, and Everyday Losers. We're back in Britain for number 19, Lady Eleanor by Lindisfarne. Formed in Newcastle in 1968, Lindisfarne began under the name Brethren. Then they changed their name in 1970. Their first two singles failed to chart, but after the third one, Meet Me on the Corner, hit number five, they re-released this, the one they'd issued just before it. Lady Eleanor is folk rock bordering on Prague, with lyrics apparently inspired by Edgar Allan Poe's short story, The Fall of the House of Usher. I will read the lyrics, then I will read them nevermore. Banshee playing magician sits lotus on the floor, belly dancing beauty with a power driven saw. Had my share of nightmares, didn't think there could be much more. Then in then in walked Roderick Usher with the Lady Eleanor. She tied my eyes with a ribbon of a silken ghostly thread. I gazed with troubled vision on an old four poster bed where Eleanor has ri had risen to kiss the neck below my head. 
and bid me come along with her to the land of the dancing dead. But it's all right, Lady Eleanor. All right, Lady Eleanor. I'm all right where I am. She gazed with the loving beauty like a mother to a son, like living, dying, seeing, being all rolled into one. Then all at once I heard some music playing in my bones. The same old song I'd heard for years, reminding me of home. But it's all right, Lady Eleanor. All right, Lady Eleanor. I'm all right where I am. Then creeping on towards me, licking lips with tongues of fire, a host of golden demons screaming lust and base desire. And when it seemed for certain that the screams could get no higher, I heard a voice above the rest screaming, You're a liar! Strangely, the usually actual name of the character Roderick Usher, in, but in the story the twin sister is named Madeline, not Eleanor. I guess they thought, I guess they thought Eleanor scanned better. But as far as UK hits about literary works involving mysterious and troubled women, this is okay, but quite far behind Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights. Lady Eleanor peaked at number three. It got to number 83 in America. Lindisfarne had two more top 40s, including their only North American hit, 1978's Run for Home. They've had multiple breakups and reunions over the years, and their current lineup only includes one original member, bassist Rod Clements. We're in the U.S. again for their number 14 song, Sylvia's Mother by Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show. Formed in Union City, New Jersey in 1967, Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show got their big break when they were tapped to perform songs written by songwriter and author Shel Silverstein for the 1971 Dustin Hoffman film, Who is Harry Kellerman and Why is He Saying Those Terrible Things About Me? This led to the band getting a record deal, and Silverstein wrote most of the songs for their debut album, Dr. Hook including this, the first single. Sylvia's Mother is a country-style ballad about a guy trying to get in touch with an old lover, only to end up getting excuses from the woman's mother as to why she can't talk to him. I'll only keep you a while while I read the lyrics. Sylvia's Mother says Sylvia's busy, too busy to come to the phone. Sylvia's Mother says Sylvia's trying to start a new life of her own. Sylvia's Mother says Sylvia's happy, so why don't you leave her alone? and the operator says 40 cents more for the next three minutes. Please, Mrs. Avery, I just gotta talk to her. I'll only keep her a while. Please, Mrs. Avery, I just gotta tell her goodbye. Sylvia's mother says Sylvia's packing. She's gonna be leaving today. Sylvia's mother says Sylvia's marrying a fella down Galveston way. And Sylvia's mother says, please don't say nothing to make her start crying and stay. And the operator says... 40 cents more for the next three minutes. Singer, De singer Dennis LaCourier, who is not, in fact, Dr. Hook. By the way, that's Ray Sawyer, who got that nickname due to the eye patch he wore as a result of an injury he suffered in a car accident. Anyway, Dennis LaCourier gives a passionate, passionate, convincingly heartbroken performance, particularly when he delivers the line about, for the next three minutes, Please. I yes, I really can't get that transition. My wife would not be impressed. Not that you would be. Not that you are. <laughs> anyway, this is also an example of the versatility of Silverstein, 
who could write a genuinely emotional song like this and then just as easily write a novelty tune like the Johnny Cash hit A Boy Named Sue, not to mention cartoons for Playboy and children's books like The Giving Tree. Sylvia's Mother peaked at number five. It hit number two in Canada and the UK. Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show returned to the top ten shortly afterward with another Silverstein composition, Cover of the Rolling Stone. They would shorten their name to just Dr. Hook and have eight more hits, but their sound became more soft rock and later developed into late disco. They broke up in 1985, but after that, Ray Sawyer toured with a different version of the band, while Dennis LeCourier claimed ownership of the name. Sawyer died in 2018, and the current touring incarnation of the group is known as Dr. Hook starring Dennis LeCourier. We're into the top tens now, beginning with the U.S. number three, I'll Take You There by the Staple Singers. Formed in Chicago in 1948, the Staple Singers consisted of Roebuck, Pops, Staples, and his children Cleotha, Mavis, Purvis, and Yvonne. They began recording in 1958, singing mostly gospel and folk music until the 70s when they moved towards soul and funk. They had picked up two hits before releasing this, the second single from their album, Be Attitude, Respect Yourself. I'll Take You There is gritty Southern soul with lyrics that clearly prove they hadn't really left gospel behind. I'll take you through the lyrics. Oh, mm, I know a place. Ain't nobody crying. Ain't nobody worried. Ain't no smiling faces. Mm, no, no, lying to the races. Help me. Come on. Come on. Somebody help me now. I'll take you there. Help me, y'all. I'll take you there. Oh, oh, mercy. I'll take you there. Oh, let me take you there. Play your piano now. All right. Come on and do it. Play on it. Play on it. Make daddy now. Oh, Lord, all right now, baby, little lady, easy now. Now, come on, little lady, all right, sock it to me, sock it, ah, oh, oh. Okay. Mavis sings lead and just kills it. You believe she can actually lead you to heaven. It's a song that might have had its impact dulled due to overuse in media over the years, but if you can block that out, you have to recognize the power and the brilliance of this. I'll take you there when all the way to number one. It got to number 21 in Canada and number 30 in Britain. The staple singers would have five more hits, including another number one in 1975 with Let's Do It Again. They last performed together in 1994. Pop Staples died in 2000, but 82-year-old Mavis Staples continues to record and perform. We're in Canada again for number 10, Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard by Paul Simon. Born in Newark, New Jersey in 1941, Paul Simon began his musical career in the mid-50s alongside school friend Art Garfunkel. The duo would go on to be major hitmakers, picking up 12 hits, including seven top tens and three number ones before splitting up in 1970. Simon then concentrated on a solo career, and the first single from his self-titled 1972 album Mother, Ch Mother and Child Reunion was a top five hit on both sides of the Atlantic. Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard was the follow-up. Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard is folk pop with a samba beat, showing the penchant for incorporating international sounds in his music that Paul would demonstrate throughout his career. Let's, let's hang out with the lyrics. The mama pajama rolled out of bed and she ran to the police station. 
When the papa found out, he began to shout, and he started the investigation. It's against the law. It was against the law. What the mama saw, it was against the law. The mama looked down and spit on the ground every time my name gets mentioned. The papa said, Oi, if I get that boy, I'm going to stick him in the house of detention. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rosie, the queen of Corona, seeing me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Whoa, in a couple of days they come and take me away, but the press let the story leak. And when the, rattle, and when the radical priest come to get me released, we was all on the cover of Newsweek. Of course, this begs the question, what was it that the narrator and Julio do that Mama Pajama witnessed and felt compelled to tell the police about? Some have speculated that they were having sex, but Simon hasn't revealed it, if he even had something in mind when he wrote it. And that's only the second most famous lyrical mystery in a song released by a singer with the last name of Simon in 1972. Of course, there was that other person, Carly Simon. And I remember that she did a song that said someone probably thought the song was about them, Nobody knew who the song was actually about. Something like that. Anyway, me and Julio down by the schoolyard peaked at number six. It hit number 15 in Britain and number 22 in America. Simon had multiple hit singles after this, including the 1975 North American number one, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. He had a career slump in the first half of the 80s, but, but he came back to prominence with the acclaimed multi-platinum 1986 album Graceland. He's also reunited with Art Garfunkel on multiple occasions. He's been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame both with, with Garfunkel and as a solo artist. And he continues to record and perform with his most recent album, In the Blue Light, coming out in 2018. We're in the UK once more for number nine, Red Dancer by Marmalade. Formed in Glasgow in 1961, Marmalade was originally known as the Gaylords, but they changed their name five years later. They had their first UK hit in 1968, went to number one the next year with a cover of the Beatles' Obladi Oblada, and made the top ten in North America a year after that with Reflections of My Life. Radancer was their first single of 1972. First of all, Radancer is a Glasgow term that just means the dancer. As for the song, it's glamish power pop. Let's step to the lyrics. I saw a girl on a northern dance floor. She looked 16. She could have been more. I went to her thinking only of romance. But when the band played, man, I didn't stand the chance. All she wanted to do was dance, dance, dance. You ought to see her dance. Dance, dance, dance. Move over. Give her a chance. Well, the people all stood around watching her lay it down. She could dance, dance, dance the night away. I tried to show some genuine affection could be a chance of a close connection. I didn't know she was there for just one thing. Because when the band played, man, you ought to see her swing. Swing down easy. And when the dance was nearly over, I decided I was really going to show her. I took a drink and I went to join the fun. That's when the fun had just begun. And when the band played, man, I was second to none. Dance, dance, dance. You ought to see me dance. Dance, dance, dance. Move over. Give me a chance. Well, the people all stood around watching me lay it down, because I could dance, dance, dance the night away. Watusi, baby. Funky mofa. Read your someday papers. 
Desperate Dance. Shake it, baby. Rock and roll. See you later. It's more upbeat than I expected because all I knew of them before this was reflections of my life, of my life, which sounds serious and maudlin. I like this version of them better. Redancer was down from peak of number six. Marmalade only managed one more hit, but they continue on to this day in spite of having no original members. Their latest album was 2019's The Full Spread. We'll recap the top tens and look at a number one right after this. The Old Man Yells at Music podcast now has a Patreon. Yes, if you like this podcast so much you are moved to financially support it, now you can. There are different tiers with different rewards, such as early episode access, the ability to vote on future topics, and bonus episodes about extra songs from the charts I cover, other charts from other years, genres, and countries, and even the biggest hits of the 21st century. And you can even pick an episode topic for me at the top level. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com and search Old Man Yells at Music, or click on the link Click on the links to the show notes, my social media posts, or the blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Help me yell more at more music. Become a Patreon subscriber today. Top 10 countdown time. This week, it begins in Canada. Number 10, Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard by Paul Simon. Number 9, Cotton Jenny by... Anne Murray, her first home number one. Number eight, Taxi by Harry Chapin, the New York singer's first major hit. Number seven, Baby Blue by Badfinger, the New York, the Welsh band's fourth top ten. Number six, A Cowboy's Work Is Never Done by Sonny and Cher, the couple's eleventh top ten here. Number five, Doctor My Eyes by Jackson Brown, the California singer-songwriter's debut hit. Number four, You Could Have Been a Lady by April Wine, the first top ten for the Nova Scotians. Number three, Vincent by Don McLean, his follow-up to American Pie. Number two, Back Off Boogaloo by Ringo Starr, his second top ten. And the number one song in Canada this week was... The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face by Roberta Flack, the North Carolinian's first chart top, Canadian chart topper. Now it's Britain's turn. Number 10, Run 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 by Jojo Gunn. Number 9, Red Dancer by Marmalade. Number 8, At the Club, Saturday Night at the Movies by The Drifters. A double-sided hit for the New York doo-wop survivors. Number 7, Tumbling Dice by The Rolling Stones. A hit from one of their most acclaimed albums, Exile on Main Street. Number 6, A Thing Called Love by Johnny Cash, his second top 10 here. Number five, Rocket Man by Elton John, his second top ten. Number four, Come What May, Après Toi by Vicky Leandros, a Greek singer's English rendition of the song that won that year's Eurovision for Luxembourg. Number three, Could It Be Forever by David Cassidy, the first hit here for Keith Partridge himself. Number two, Amazing Grace by the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards Band a bagpipe version of a 200-year-old hymn. And the number one song in the UK this week was Metal Guru by T-Rex, 
the fourth and final number one for Mark Bowen's Glam Legends. And at last, the American Top Ten. Number 10, Morning is Broken by Cat Stevens, his second U.S. Top Ten. Number 9, Back Off Boogaloo by Ringo Starr. Number 8, Tumbling Dice by the Rolling Stones. Number 7, Betcha by Golly Wow by the Stylistics, the second Top Ten for the Philly Soul Group. Number 6, Rockin' Robin by Michael Jackson, his second solo Top Ten. Number 5, Look What You've Done For Me by Al Green, the Memphis Soul Stars' second top ten. Number four, I Gotcha by Joe Tex, the Texas Soul Singers' second top ten. Number three, I'll Take You There by the Staple Singers. Number two, Oh Girl by the Chai Lights, the only number one for the Chicago R&B vocal group. And the number one song in the USA, and the one in our spotlight this week, was The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face by Roberta Flack. Born in Black Mountain, North Carolina in 1935, Roberta Flack was a teacher in Washington, D.C. before becoming a professional singer in her early 30s. She released her debut album in 1969 and then hit the the top 40 for the first time when she duetted with Donny Hathaway on a cover of Carol King's You've Got a Friend. In the wake of that, her label released this track from her debut LP, First Take. The first time ever I saw your face is a cover of a, ni- of a song written in 1957 by British folk singer Ewan McCall. This isn't the first time ever I've read these lyrics. The first time ever I saw your face. I thought the sun rose in your eyes and the moon and the stars were the gifts you gave to the dark and the endless skies, my love, to the dark and the endless skies. And the first time ever I kissed your mouth, I felt the earth move in my hand like the trembling heart of a a captive bird that was there at my command, my love, that was there at my command, my love. And the first time ever I lay with you, I felt your heart so close to mine and I knew our joy would fill the earth and last till the end of time, my love, and it would last till the end of time. This is Sexy Soul, and in this version was popularized in part by its use in the Clint Eastwood thriller Play Misty for Me. There must be hundreds of thousands of people who are now er- nearing the age of 50 who have this song to thank for their existence. I'm particularly thinking of those of you with birth dates in the spring of 1973. The first time ever I saw your face was on the last of its six weeks at number one. It also hit number one in Canada and reached number 14 in Britain. Roberta Flack would have nine more hits, including two more number ones, Killing Me Softly With His Song and Feel Like Making Love. She continues to record and perform, releasing a track called Running in 2018. So, what to make of the pop music of May 1972? It was a very good time for soul and R&B, especially in the U.S., where you could put all of this week's top seven songs there in that category. Rock and folk pop were also strong, with the Kings of Glam leading the way in the U.K. And there was some Latin flavor on the charts, provided both by a San Francisco band and a Nebuchadnezzar New Yorker.
Time again for Old Man Yells at You. We'll start with a couple of listening suggestions. Too Much Fun, the best of Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen. Fun old music played by people who really love it. And also another compilation, Shel Silverstein, his words, his songs, his friends. It's got covers of his songs by not only Dr. Hook, but also Johnny Cash, Bobby Bear, Chris Christopherson, and Willie Nelson, as well as some of Silverstein's own recordings featuring his own, shall we say, distinctive voice. And then for the third one, hmm, I don't know, maybe you could watch Play Misty for me. Not only was it Clint Eastwood's directorial debut, but it was also the first big role for the future Lucille Bluth slash Mallory Archer, Jessica Walter. (laughs) 